Event may be too intense for young children, and it's not recommended for children under the age of 13. No costumes or costume masks allowed. Spoiler alert. This episode contains detailed descriptions of storylines for haunted houses and scare zones for Universal Orlando's Halloween Horror Nights. If you want to be informed, continue listening if you dare. If you want to be surprised, then we'll see you in the fog. Welcome to the Discover Universal podcast. I'm Carrie, and I'm ready to creep it real at Halloween Horror Nights 2023. And I'm David, and I'm looking forward to a breath of fresh scare this year. Oh, and you're going to get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We are hanging out with Laura Sauls, Charles Gray, Matt Flood, and Kelly Malik, talking about some of the original content haunted houses today. And these are some of our favorites. Let's learn about some of these nightmares they've cooked up in their heads. Oh, I'm ready. Let's dive into original content houses. The original content is ripe with some amazing stories that all come from these creative minds. It's the, the, the team of creativity and creative minds to develop these is just incredible. Um, I'm going to let Matt kick us off with some original content haunted houses. So, uh, to begin with, we have Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. Now, that name, Dr. Oddfellow, may sound familiar to some of our fans. Mm. Dr. Oddfellow is referenced in Jack's history. Yes. So everybody loves Jack, and Jack is awesome. So Jack killed Dr. Oddfellow, taking his cane of souls, wearing his jacket. He comes back, right? So we know this story. But what's the story of Dr. Who was Dr. Oddfellow? Well, in Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins, it puts us in the 1930s. Dust Bowl of America, and we're walking up to a circus. But it's after hours. This isn't the main show. He has invited us for this more twisted version of, you know, they they used to do these freak shows back in the day and that type of thing. He's trying to draw in this type of audience. Like, yeah, no, come back for the after hours, the nighttime show. So, But you don't go through the main entrance. In fact, you kind of walk around and you enter through the side of the tent, under the bleachers. And that's when we realize this is a little bit more going on than just your typical circus acts. So, first of all, greeted by a couple not-so-pleasant clowns. (laughs) Then Dr. Adfellow says, you know, we have these things for you to witness, to experience. And as we go through, we realize that the acts that are set up are all just murdering people. It's not like anybody's actually skilled. These aren't great aerialists or great uh, clowns or great illusionists. They are just killing people. But there's even one more thing happening. See, Dr. Oddfellow has set this all up to take our souls because Dr. Oddfellow is turning himself immortal. He is using the cane of souls to steal our souls as he twists us and breaks us using the power that is connected to the Zodiac. Right. Right. So this is where it all begins. This is where his power begins. There's also a certain clown in this house (gasps) known by the name of Jack long, long ago that has been seeking a lot of attention. And even though we don't experience much of this, we do see at one point a silhouette of Jack pops up. And we see him kind of behind a curtain. And then we actually witness Dr. Oddfellow 
kill Jack in the house in a little silhouette. It just happens. You're going to have to pay attention. But that is actually the moment that Jack cut open Dr. Oddfellow's face. Blood from Dr. Oddfellow dripped onto Jack as he was dying. And so this immortal blood from Dr. Oddfellow bled into Jack as he died, and they both became immortal in the same night, thus becoming these rivals to continue through the ages. And that's the night Jack was put in the box. And that's the night Jack was put in the box. So Dr. Oddfellow kills him, stuffs him in the box, and we see, of course, Dr. Oddfellow has become immortal by the end and kills us, and we're sent into, you know, this uh, other plane of existence. And the rest is Halloween Horror Nights history. And the rest now, is Halloween right? Horror Nights history. For Has me? this ever been revealed before? Yeah. Like origin stories? No, this, this is, is this is brand. Is, oh my this god! Is just now being revealed, and that's not Explored. the only part of this story that we're exploring during Halloween Horror Nights. But we'll have to wait for the streets Ooh. to experience more of the story. Ooh. But that is Doctor Oddfellow's twisted origins. I know that's technically original content, but like for me in my life, that feels like intellectual feels real. property because. Jack the Clown is so interwoven into the history of Halloween Horror Nights mm-hmm. that, like, this is going to be so satisfying for lifelong fans of this event. Yeah, because— I'm freaking a- out. Again, the origins. There's yeah. two origins. It's it's a part of Dr. Oddfellow, his origin, yeah. and then it's also a part of Jack's origin. We all know what happens. Once Jack was put in the box, We you, you that story is told. Sure. Where the box ended up, how the box ended up back at Universal. So we wanted to make sure we told the story of— how Jack got in the box. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Woo. 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 All right. Off to, off to a good start. Okay. 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 All right. I'm in. Okay. With that, I'm going to throw it back over to Charles to talk about some more original content. How- yeah. We have uh, some really cool houses. The Darkest Deal is one of them. Okay. Kind of leans into an Americana myth that's been around and very popular for a long time. It's that idea of selling your soul for fame. Oh. And so we're going to go to the Mississippi Delta where we meet a blues man who has sold his soul for fame. And we follow his journey as if we're like the bandmates, right? So we're kind of seeing the deal happen, this darkest deal. We go into these jute joints. and We see that this, what we're calling the collector, is following us on our journey. He's everywhere. And all of a sudden there may be like a patron that kind of clicks their head a little bit. And all of a sudden the sign of the collector appears. Their eyes go white. And his voice comes out of them as if they're possessed. So he's following us on our journey. We've signed the contract. And at the end, we'll find out what happens. But uh, do we go down to hell itself? We'll find out. Oh, oh, I love it. And I love when you guys integrate, I'm assuming, some music with this one, oh, right? Oh, it's, yeah. it's blues music, Mississippi yes. Delta. Love it. It's all that. No, it's um that was the best part of creating this house. But sure. I won't deep dive into that because I'll talk about an hour about all that stuff. So <laughs> we'll talk I later. Love it. We'll, we'll talk later. He'll share we'll his later. playlist on something uh, else. Yeah. I have a Spotify list. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love um it. so okay. So these next two, it's like hard to choose which one to talk about next. Cause there's okay. So uh sl- if you guys remember Slaughter Cinema, it's like our brand. Oh, I love, right? I love Where we get that to one. do all these so much kooky, fun. dark humor kind of stuff. So branched off of that a few years ago, one of the scenes in the house was basically these swamp yetis. Yeah. And then we had a yeti house years <laughs> later. Loved that. And now the yetis return. And uh, this one is Yeti Campground Kills. <gasps> Takes place in the late 50s up in, you know, these mountains. I think nobody owns the Rocky Mountains. So I'll say Rocky Mountains. <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
And uh, so anyway, we were up in the Rocky Mountains. Um, but yeah, so so the 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 tribe of Yetas, Yetis, Yetis, yeah, they all come down. And like I said, it's dark humor. They are like ripping people to shreds. Uh, it's it's hilarious and gross all at the same time. Some bad stuff even happens to some Yetis. And we may even get to see a family of Yetis as we go through, too. <gasps> I'm so, so excited about the little Yeti. <laughs> little Yeti. Baby murderous Yeti. They're learning the ways. They are learning the ways, like you do in the wild, right? Yeah. yeah. So, That's my dream role. Um, <laughs> it is. But I'm not going to give any of the jokes away because you got to go through. you got to see them yourself. But if you've been camping, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> um, Amazing. Oh, I love that. Oh, uh, One little side note on that, too. The first time we did... The Yetis in Slaughter Cinema, it was supposed to be swamp apes, yeah. but we called them Yetis. Sure. Second time, it was actually it was actually Sasquatch, but we called them Yetis. And this time, it's Bigfoot, but we're, but we're still calling, calling them, them Yetis. Yetis. <laughs> so it's like this joke that we're keeping throughout we're the event. Keep this so going. only like the, the the diehard fans know about this joke. But uh, So now we shared it with everybody. It's um, your Yeti origins. The, the cryptid <laughs> hunters out there. Okay, so we got to talk about this one. This one, again, is for people who've been with Universal for a long time. If you remember Universal Islands of Adventure, there was a certain ride called Dueling Dragons. And if you no went through way. Dueling Dragons queue line, it was one of the coolest experiences so ever. Good. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're expanding that story. Because I was maybe like three or four scenes in there. We're expanding the story. Dueling Dragons is going to be a haunted house this year in the event. Dueling That's, Dragons, yes. choose thy fate. It's called <gasps> Choose Thy Fate. So if you remember when you walk through, you get to choose your fate, fire or ice. Yes. Yeah. So how it, I'm going to do this really quick because we're running out of time, I know. So I got time for this. Merlin, Go for it. Merlin has been trapped and turned into the Enchanted Oak, if you remember that. Yeah. So now he's away from the castle. His spell book is left open and ready for anybody to take. So two evil warlocks of fire and ice... Blizzrock and Pyrock is what the dragons were called. So they are start as warlocks. They're on their way to the castle to get the spell book. And they're battling. And we are right in the middle of the battle, all the way through the, the fairy forest, all the way to the castle. They've broken in. We get to the spell book. Uh, they're fighting over the spell book. The counter magic hits them. They turn into, because there was a trap laid, of course, by Merlin, because he's really smart. Uh, turns them into dragons. They still continue their battles. We're going through the castles crumbling all around us. We're being sprayed by uh, hate ice and, and all sorts of uh, fire. Hate ice sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Uh, yeah, going through the whole thing until the very end where you get to choose thy fate. There's four different endings what? to this haunted house. Dueling dragons, choose thy fate. I still have the tie-dye shirt from when I was a kid that was half tie-dye red, half tie-dye blue. That's my, I think that's like the first roller coaster I ever loved. I'm so excited. That also so excited. feels like an IP in my life. It is. <laughs> what side did you guys ride? I always rode ice. Always it changed blue. growing up. I yeah. always rode ice as a kid, and then when I got older, I always rode fire because fire had an extra little negative G moment where it went over the top, and your stomach went over the top. And so I, I, I like and blue because I, I feel like it got close. It, yes, it, it was cool. It was more exciting. <gasps> wow. So good. <gasps> Look at what you've... Done. Brought up for us. I feel like done. I'm in trouble. What have you done? You, you, what you did. Done. What did you do? You have like activated like core memories for us. Wow. This is incredible. We aren't done. Is there no, another? No, there is another. Oh, no. Um, it is Blood Moon oh. Dark Offerings. Okay. And oh. this is 
in its simplest form, a colonial kill cult. Oh. So we're going back in colonial times, right? And this group is basically praising the blood moon. And their harvest in this little colonial town hasn't done so well. And they've seen people kind of die off because they haven't had enough food to feed the town. Um, And there's this one group of people that are kind of praising the blood moon. And when the blood moon rises, their edict is to kill all that don't follow them. So in our house, the blood moon has risen (laughs) and the killing has begun. It's a bloody colonial kill cult. That sounds like a, like something the waiter would be like, and we're offering you this uh, colonial kill cult. Uh, with mashed blood potatoes. Blood potatoes and with a splash of blood moon on the side. With a splash of blood moon. It's going to be awesome. Man. That wow. sounds really cool. That is an incredible horror-filled menu, though. We have yes. colonial kill cults. We yes. have like high fantasy horror. We have yes. swamp apes and I'm yetis. I'm seeing the design and... in my head oh with my the town. And the, yeah. well, you know, okay. I wow. love how varied they all are. These are all completely Super. different feelings and settings. and Something for awesome. everybody, absolutely. I know. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, wow, that was a lot. That yeah. was a lot to take in. I'm, yeah. um, the tiny girl inside of me is freaking out. Um, Same. I know. I need to take a breather. Take a second. Uh, you got to join us for part three, where yeah. Kelly Malik is going to walk us through all of the scare zones. There's more coming. Don't touch that podcast play button.